Welcome to the Success IQ podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 15. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. And I'd also like to take an opportunity to wish all of you a truly amazing and successful and happy and fulfilled 2017. So this week's episode is a little bit different. So you are just got put up with me and it's probably not going to be as long as the usual episodes. But what I decided to do was to talk about, because it's such an important time, it's the beginning of a new year. It's also a time where quite a lot of people plan. I spend an awful lot of time working with um, my clients on that planning thing and that overview of what last year was like and what this year, what we want to achieve this year. And I thought it would be a great opportunity to share some of the strategies I use in in my own planning, but also that hopefully will give you some tips um, to try either try something new, possibly in a better way, or perhaps to get clarified that the way you do it is the best way. It's really just a way to, to share some insights in order to help some people plan better. And if, you know, as usual, if there are ideas that you use, please, by all means, send me an email, let me know what they are, because I am always fascinated with the different strategies and processes that people use in order to be more effective when they plan. I think that's a real critical part. So what we're going to do is in this episode, I'm going to go through a few of my strategies that I do that I have found very beneficial that I've tweaked as I've gone through throughout the sort of the 10 years that I've been in business and that have proved very successful and useful for me. So here we go. So the first phase of my planning is I take some time out, I get my journals out, I get Evernote open where I record many of my thoughts as well and I reflect on the past year. The reason being is very simple for me. It's I can only know what to improve and what to focus on for the upcoming year if I truly understand what I achieved last year and really the mistakes I made. So although I sit and I think about, you know, and I and I do small celebrations on the, the successes I had, the area that I really focus on is where I, should I say, failed, made mistakes, um, learned lessons, because it is it is there where the greatest learning is. It you know, we, men, not many of us have ever learned anything by getting things right all the time. It is only when we make mistakes that we can really learn what we need to do in instead. And also within that reflection, there could be thoughts on the direction I want to take the business or um, the the ideas of concepts of programs I might want to launch the, the upcoming year all of these things, are because of my journaling practice, are are accessible. See, too often people have these lovely ideas that they want to do, but because they don't actually note them down, because they don't take time to reflect and to write things down, they they can't really remember what they're supposed to be doing. So therefore, that that great idea, that great concept, just disappears into the ether. 
And one of the things I always do is whether it, I've done speaking engagements or whether I've done a workshop or, or coaching with some people and uh, with some clients is I take a moment to just give myself some reflection and go, okay, what did I learn from that? And there may only be a couple of bullet points, but it, the, when I add them all together, it, it is amazing the picture it can paint. So I highly recommend if you don't do that already to take moments just to think about. Number one, if you don't journal, start writing stuff down. Use something like Evernote or get a little moleskin and just write things down so you're able to come back and reflect and you know this is my big planning time this time of year but i i stop and reflect you know probably at least once a month just thinking about okay what have i done and what could i do better because i am it is one of my you know for my personal growth it is something that i want to do and i think as as business owners and as as, as people who want to achieve success we should always be looking at how can we be better um, in whatever different aspects of our lives there is it's not just business it's all the other stuff as well so planning for me is a is a really important part of that and then what I do is is once I've kind of gone through the reflection as I'm doing that in Evernote I will literally write um I think at the minute it's about six pages but it's a uh, it's it's ideas plans and learnings from reflecting about what I'm going to do in in 2017. Now I do it digitally because for me that is I just find that the easiest thing to do. I might do drawings and and different things, but because of the way Evernote works it just it just works really well. I can just copy them into that. So I, I do think that reflection is so important. So but it's 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 something we I've adjusted through time. You know, you might not do that at the minute. You may decide to do it from now on after you've heard this, or you may have been thinking about journaling for a while, but it's, it, it doesn't matter about thinking about it, it's doing it. And, you know, I've talked about it quite often that when I first heard about journaling, I thought it was, well, you know, only teenage girls did it, and it was like Dear Diary and stuff. And that's not, and actually as, a, as an elder brother, my mission was to go and try and find said diaries and use it for emotional baggage. But um, <laughs> that's that's another story. Um, so it's really important to do that to do that stop and reflect before you go to the planning stage. So the second thing I do is is once I've got the reflection done and I've got all the notes that I've done for my for my planning, is then I start doing the actual planning. It's looking at it, creating some visual representation of what's going on, creating some um some detailed information of what i want to achieve and what i need to achieve in order to make the the upcoming year the best year i've had so i i mix old school techniques with new school i use a, a traditional wall planner that's laminated so i can i can rub things out and put things on and that sort of stuff and i incorporate that with a, an application called trello which i absolutely love so this is basically how I do it. It might not be everyone's cup of tea, but all I can talk about is actually how I do it. I discuss it with my clients on how they do it, and we they ultimately have the same sort of idea, but it is concepts that I have found really useful. But I must add is I didn't used to think like this. I talk about structure now and planning and that sort of stuff, but I remember when I started the business, I started the business because that's one thing I wanted to run away from. I didn't want the structure. I didn't want to be conformative into something because I'm a creative and creatives don't like that. They want to run away. 
But over time, the biggest lessons that I've learned is, is that I need to plan. And to have a plan is vital in creating your success. So, for example, if you think about it, is what many people do, and what I say is these people settle for mediocrity, is they they kind of like go, okay, it's a new year, let's just get going. There's no real plan. They just get going. The only time they will change direction is when something hits the fan or um, or a circumstance or situation changes something. And the problem with that is that you waste a lot of time, energy, and money sometimes in going the wrong direction. But when you've got a plan, you are able to check into that plan and pull yourself back on track very quickly. Now, sometimes that plan needs to change directions because you realize that that is not how you want to do it. And that's perfectly fine. But you can only know that if you check into having a plan of knowing what you wanted. So that plan is really important. So I, I must state that however you do it. It doesn't matter whether you use my strategies or someone else's strategies, but it's having that plan and an understanding that success is plan-based. So that's the thing. So my ways is the traditional way. I get a, a wall planner laminated and I also use Trello. Now the way I do it is, is with the wall planner, oops, hit the mic there, do apologize. With the wall planner is what I will do is I will literally put everything on the wall planner to and the first things I will start off with are personal days and family time because to me that is the most crucial thing of all it's why I started my business in the first time is to make sure that I have time for myself but also time with the family and the rule is is with the with the personal time and the family time that gets put in the on the planet in permanent marker because there is no way that I will change that. So the holidays go in. I find out what the kids' holidays are. The holidays go in. Um, special dates go in. All of those sort of things. They will go in and they will go in personal, in personal um, permanent marker. Sorry, not personal marker, permanent marker. And this is something Simon Raybould in episode five talked about. It's one of the things he does first is he puts his personal time in first and then builds everything around that. And I think that's a great lesson because quite often entrepreneurs forget that the most important thing that they have in their lives is their family and that they, of course, they're the ones with family and, and children and stuff. But what they do is they can lose track of that and focus everything on the business. And, you know, I talk about success IQ as being a, a whole life um, approach because if one part is not working, then you are technically not effectively working and your performance, productivity, health, well-being, everything will be affected and it's not moving in the right direction. So I think it's really important to put those personal times down. And what I basically do is is each 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 category, if you want, in my for my calendar has a different color sticker and that will go on the represented dates as well. But the, the only ones that don't are the personal family time because that has a permanent marker and I can't wipe that off anyway. So the next things what I do is I add in my cal on my calendar is my content calendar. I include my content calendar on my wall calendar. So that is when my blogs are getting released, when my videos are getting released, when my newsletters will be getting released, when my podcasts launch. All of that will also go on. Now, each of those things will have a different color sticker. So when I look at it and go, okay, blogs go then, podcast launches then, and um, videos go out then. 
it is a way to help me understand what I need to do, when it needs to launch, and it allows me to create a a better schedule of pr- productivity in order to do that. Because once you know what you've got to do, you can schedule it far better. Again, I understand that this bit I can do because I've got you know foresight and hindsight of knowing what I made mistakes of and what I'm able to do in the future. But what I'm able to do is I do that in a far better way. So for example, I know that I need 52 blogs and 52 videos to in order to do the whole content for um, structured content marketing for this year. So I know that if I got 52 videos recorded and I got 52 blogs written, all written up, all ready to go, actually that would relieve a huge amount of pressure from me because it's done. Now, because I know when things are releasing and what things are going on in, in the business and in my life, it's far easier to plan. And, and schedule time out. So I think that's another really important part. The other things that go on are dates that have already been booked in the diary. So speaking events, I think at the minute, looking at my calendar, I think I've got about 10 booked in already throughout the year. Also, I've got some product launches that I want to launch out and some other targets that I've got there as well. Again, what that does is by a visual representation, it helps me understand how much time I have, what I can take on and so I don't create too much um, unachievable pressure on myself. I'm able to look at that. I like a little bit of pressure, but not pressure to the point where it holds me back. It's got a. I like the challenge bit, not the not the bad stuff that holds you back. So by doing that, that gives me a great visual representation of what's going on. And there's other things on there like financial targets and KPIs on my websites and all sorts of things, things that I need to track in order to help me do that. But each one has got a either a coloured sticker or is marked in the thing to say, okay, when I hit this date, these are what I need to have hit on certain things. And it just gives me that better way of being able to look at it and plan. And interestingly enough, I, I spoke to a client a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about using the wall planner and they were um, immediately adamant that that's not what they were going to do because they don't want to structure their a day like that now as i mentioned before as i've realized that structure is a real key important area and planning is key and once they and what i said to them is i challenged them and said okay do you, you know if you do that how about you do it and you then we see how what the result is of you were actually doing the planning and they were blown away how much better they felt that they had the plan, the structure and everything else that was right in front of them and they could see it straight away. So I do think there are huge benefits of doing that. Now, once I've done it on the wall, what I then do is I, I if you want, migrate that content into um, Trello as well. So I have my content calendar, tells me everything that's going on, launch dates, the works. And of course, with my normal calendar, that will go into Google Calendar as well. So it might seem a lot of work, but actually initially... It's all done in about three days. It's it's all done visually represented and everything. The Trello one I can take with me wherever I go. Um, the the wall one it will always stay in my room, but it's always kept up to date. Everything's kept up to date and and um, migrated and copied through. But I've just found it the easiest way to do it. Also, Trello is a great uh, project management thing. So the through the it's a, just a really massive benefit in when I and when I do that so I do think it's key to have those sort of things in so once I've got 
all of those things set in once I've got my wall chart done and I've obviously I've done my reflection in order to understand the plan I then break the year down into quarters I've just found that's the most easiest way to do it and rather than one of the biggest problems where people set goals is they can do overwhelm very very quickly because of everything that they want to achieve and what I've found the best way to do it is is I just focus on three key outcomes each quarter and by doing that I'm alleviating some of the pressure but these core outcomes are challenging to me they're really stretching me to go past and I think that's really key that if you're wanting to plan for success success means it's out of your comfort zone so you've got to push in order to um in order to achieve that level of success that you're looking for and you know the idea of dealing with fear it's based on you doing something about it and taking action steps to help you deal with that in a better way we can give in to fear and then fear stops us in our tracks and doesn't move us forward so there is an element where you've really got to try hard in order to um, stretch yourself and pull yourself out that comfort zone so when you break them into the quarters and like I say I work on teaching people to work on three core targets each quarter by doing that now mine if I if I share mine is one of them is to get my book done because I am I have been procrastinating out on it like um like nobody's business and um Amy Schmittauer who will be a guest on the show in February um she has been showing her journey of writing her book and it has been an inspiration to to me in the sense of showing the journey and just getting on with it and it, it is a weakness of mine it's a big challenge of mine because obviously with my dyslexia and stuff but it's something I need to get done and I've already told my mastermind group that that's something that they need to hold me accountable to as well so it's it's that's one of them the other one is to launch the um success IQ academy which is the um the uh, subscription community site that's going to be done in the first quarter and the final one is the um the 90-day program called psyq 90 that is the um they are the three things that all i'm focusing on in the sense of developing in the first quarter obviously things are already going on you know clients are booked in for coaching sessions and all of those sort of things that will happen life will happen as is and some and sometimes life may get in the way with certain things but i've you know that's something that I um um I believe that by setting three targets each quarter, it helps you continuously move that momentum forward, and actually by doing that, what you're what you're able to do is you're able to break that down into a um, more bite-sized chunks. So by just focusing on three targets, I use Trello to manage my um and Evernote to manage my projects. It's easy to just work all that out. And I think by doing that, you could very quickly, if you say, oh, well, I need to focus on 10 goals every month, every quarter, or I need to f accomplish 30 goals this year, I think that can get quite overwhelming and you actually set yourself up more for failure than you do for success. So I think that's, I think that's really important. So what you've got now is you've had, you've thought about taking the time to reflect then what you've done is is you've planned you've got uh, either a wall chart or you've got some element of representation of what you want to do you've got everything put down in order to help you get a clear picture of what it is that you're wanting to achieve then you've kind of like combined that possibly with a, a a digital version or maybe you've done the digital version first and then you go to the the old school version 
doesn't really matter, but it's just making sure you have the plan. What I find really useful after that is getting people to hold me accountable. So for example, I have just told all of you that the three things that I'm focusing on in the first quarter, there is nothing more powerful than telling a group of strangers, for me anyway, a group of people and uh, either strangers or otherwise of what that you are going to get done because that to me motivates me more to get it achieved. The other thing I was obviously what I have is I have my mastermind to keep me accountable as well and that very much focuses on the um, the support on helping me achieve. Now I have to admit that the book um, the book target my outcome may be underestimated because I do struggle with the writing process, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to have that as my stretch challenge target to achieve in the first quarter. It may go into the second quarter. I don't know yet. I'm I'm going to do my damnedest to get it done. But if it does, then all you do is you add two new core outcomes. Don't make it four. You only allow yourself to focus on three targets to get that motivated in order for you to achieve that. But by getting other people involved and supporting you, it, it helps you achieve. And in fact, statistically, is you're more likely to achieve it when you share it with other people because accountability is an amazing thing. Now, even though ultimately only you can hold yourself accountable, there is there is this, this power behind it when you've got people supporting you. And let's be honest, success is not a solo sport. It's a team sport all successful people have had people help them on their way in some way shape or form so it's it's really important that when you are doing this that you are taking that time out to share with people you trust and know that this is what you're going to achieve and and use that to to build your momentum up and help you achieve that level of success that you're really looking for because it's only by doing that that's when you really start uh, developing that success IQ and working on it in a in a more proactive way. So there are some of the uh, strategies and ideas that I use to help me plan and plan successfully. I would love to hear what you think. What sort of strategies do you use? Do you prefer to use the technology on its own, or do you prefer to sort of have a a hybrid system? Ultimately, what we've gone through today is we've talked about the importance of reflecting. We've talked about the importance of or of creating a visual representation of all the things that are important within your business and life in order for you to have a, uh, that visual representation for you to be able to map out, know what is going on, know when things are being sent out and not so you can plan better understanding the importance of putting family time in there so you can you know mark that all off so you don't sort of forget about it while you're going through the planning and all of a sudden remember that you've got to turn up to a recital or you know a sports day for your kids or something like that if that is what you want to do it's also putting down all those important things so you can understand the KPIs that you want to look for and everything to know that your business and your life is moving in the right direction to demonstrate the importance of breaking things down into quarters, which I find by breaking them down into quarters, but then only choosing three core outcomes per month is 
what are those three core outcomes remember they need to challenge you they need to stretch you for you to achieve the level of success you want and then the final tip was also to use people to motivate you use accountability as the powerful resource it is use your mastermind get people to know what it is you're wanting to achieve so you can go out there and crush it and absolutely there's no reason why you cannot achieve the goals that you want to achieve and let's make 2017 the best year you've had yet if you would like to email me with some questions or perhaps suggest some topics that you'd like me to cover on the show then you can email me at podcast at jeffnicholson.co.uk I love hearing from you and your feedback really does help me make the show better. If you would like to find out more about how I can assist you to live the exceptional life, then please visit www.jeffnicholson.co.uk or you can follow me on Twitter. My handle is GNCoach and all the other social media sites. It is Jeff Nicholson UK. I look forward to speaking to you next week and I wish you the greatest success. Take care.